From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Tuesday, May 18th. Annie Esposito reports. This Saturday was the 22nd annual Bloody Island Massacre Remembrance in Lake County. Attendance was down, understandably, for the past year or two, but with a new relaxing of rules around pandemic behavior, people were back for the sunrise ceremony out Reclamation Road. The old state historical marker is retired there, which erroneously marked the area as the Battle of Bloody Island. But in the battle, both sides have arms. This is a massacre of mostly women and children by the U.S. 1st Dragoons Regiment in 1850. Clayton Duncan, who organizes the event, is the great-grandson of one of the few survivors, Lucy Moore. And from the strong women in Clayton's family, he learned to work past anger and bring truth and reconciliation to the terrible history. Well, my great-grandmother and great-great-grandmother, they both survived, you know, off of that uh, bloody island. It was uh, 1850, and it was an order by a general called Persephone Schmidt, and he gave that order it was number 44 for complete extermination. And uh, it was for this uh, two uh, pioneers that came into Lake County, uh, Andrew Kelsey and Charles Stone. The natives executed them because of things they did to them. You know, they starved them, molested them, the kids, and raped the women, and, you know, just shot kids. And I uh, used to hear this story all my life. And I heard it from my uncles, aunties, my mom. And then there was over 400 people there, and almost all of them were um, murdered. And there were women, children, and old people. It was a gathering time in May for the fish and tulies and all that stuff they gathered during that time. And the men went north toward Elk Mountain to go hunting, to get the elk and deer and all that. So that's when the soldiers came. And there's just so many awful, you know, nasty stories about what they did on the island to the people, to the kids, to the girls, to the, you know. And uh, when I when I when I was growing up, I you know knew I heard the stories and then I read it and I just you know I got kind of angry. I got kind of like, how can I be revengeful, you know, and pay back these people that did this to my people? And and my mom kind of said, what are you so angry about? You know, why are you you know mad at these you know these. European people. <laughs> and I go, well, look what they've done and all that, you know. She goes, well, this is what Grandma done. Grandma got up every morning and prayed, and uh, she prayed for this uh, energy of forgiveness and uh, and this uh, energy uh, at the Flint Man taught. You know, she taught that these strange people are going to come and do this, but don't fight them. Try to get along with them. He taught people. Because killing to us was supposed to be taboo. We weren't warlike people. We didn't have war weapons. We didn't have war songs, war stories, and all that. We were peaceful people, you know? And uh, to love the earth, to love the creator, to love our people, that was basically how we, you know, got along here in Lake County. And and we called it Habaten, Big Water. So anyway... Uh, after mom gave me that lecture about what grandma did, uh, I started thinking, man, if I was to do anything bad to, you know, any Caucasian person from Europe uh, that called himself American now, uh, I would shame my grandma's, my great-grandma's prayers. I would, you know, I would be an embarrassment to her. And I didn't have that right. You know, I should give her a little bit more respect because she went through this Holocaust. You know, she went through this really, you know, bad time. And so I 
like I said, started this sunrise ceremony, and, and, and like the Flint man said, you know, don't fight them, try to get along. Well, let's forgive. Let's forgive that energy that did that, you know? That's what the sunrise ceremonies are for. Uh, I ask people from all over the world. I mean, I've had a monk from Tibet there do a ceremony. I've had uh, one of the 13 grandmas, uh, the uh, Hopi woman, she came over and did a ceremony. I had a medicine man from Ecuador. I had uh, just different people, you know, from all over come over and did their personal uh, ceremonies to heal, uh, for healing, uh, to send the spirits home and things like that, you know. It's all about caring and sharing and, and forgiving and loving. Use that love energy power now, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, that hurts what happened a long time ago. Let's fix it so we can bring back balance. The Friday night before the ceremony was filled with dancing the whole night. Then as the sun came up, over 50 people marched and others drove out Reclamation Road at 5 a.m. We created a circle around the old historical marker, now splashed with red paint. We mourn the murder and mayhem of the past and look toward love and understanding for the future. Over a dozen Native American people sang and gave their stories. A Native American woman from a Shasta tribe talked about a similar massacre in her tribal land. A young woman who was adopted out to a family far away found her Lake County roots and now, as an adult, reunited with her tribe here. A Vietnam veteran wept as he remembered being sent off to a war he didn't believe in, but has come to terms with that past and is dedicating to helping his people now. One man struggled with the fact that he's European and indigenous blood. Part of me is killing the other part of me. A Cheyenne Indian brought one of the songs from his faraway tribe to the ceremony here. There were several references to MMIW, Missing or Murdered Indian Women, a reminder that violence still stalks us. A Lake County supervisor celebrated his Indian roots and his relearning traditional ways. Through it all were bright cloths and ribbons, chanting, clackers, smoldering sage, and the brilliance of the rising sun. For the KZYX News, this is Annie Esposito. For all our local stories with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcast wherever you get your podcasts.